Welcome to the Create What You Speak podcast. Join me as we have a real-life discussion on how to change your life by changing your thoughts. Remember, question everything, trust yourself, and find your truth. Welcome to the Create What You Speak podcast. My name is Sloan Fremont, and I'm your host. This week, we're going to be talking about harnessing our spiritual energy. I have a guest this week. His name is Walter Broach. He's the author of the book called, uh, let's see, it's right here, About Spiritual Energy. This is Walter's book about spiritual energy. One of my goals has been on the show to bring more conversations about the stuff that we talk about with other people. So bring more conversations around things like energy and how do we, what do we do with that? How do we can manage that? How can we harness it again, which is what the topic is this week. And I was really interested to have Walter on the show because he's really devoted his life to studying everything to do with metaphysics spiritual energy, even religion. Um, he has a lot of experience in that. And one of my big questions for Walter this week is how do we trust the universe again after everything we've been through? I think that's, that's like one of the questions I'm trying to answer right now, personally, and knowing what we know about energy, things that we've talked about on the show over the years, I'm really curious about what his response will be. So I have a lot of questions for Walter. Sit back. I hope you enjoy this. And I will see you on the other side of the interview. Well, this week, I want to welcome Walter Broach to the Create What You Speak podcast. Walter is the author of About Spiritual Energy, Your Perpetual Joy, Your Guide to Perpetual Joy. I am so excited to have you this week, Walter. You have such an amazing and interesting background. Everything that you've talked about in your book and what I read about you is exactly what we talk about on the show. So I'm very excited to have you this week. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Welcome. <laughs> Thank you. So your background, you. <laughs> your background is in, I mean, you've done really devoted your life to learning, studying, understanding spiritual energy. You've had, um, you know, you've studied religion, you've studied metaphysics, you've been involved in the library system. Can you tell us a little bit more about yourself? Uh, yeah, I, I, well, I was, <laughs> I, I'm going to tell you about how I got into metaphysics and this spiritual thing. I tell yes. you the whole thing. And if I talk too much, you tell me, I'll <laughs> shut up. Okay. okay. I, uh, it all started, I remember when I was about eight years old, and there was an old star guy named William Bendix. I think that's his name. I remember his name, but I think it was the movie he was in. And at the end of the movie, he died. He was one of the stars of the movie. And there was this little picture of a soul floating up in, in, towards the sky. Right. And it disappeared way, way <laughs> up there. Right. And, and, and I, 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 I you know, I, I decided I, it, it, I developed an interest in this soul thing yeah. that we were carrying around somewhere inside of us. And I was kind of curious, where is this stupid thing? Right. And, and then I became a Catholic. And when I was eight years old, I was Baptist. I was never a really good Catholic. I hate to say that. I went to Catholic schools. They gave me a good education. I appreciated it. But when I went to college, I still had this interest and in, I didn't really go to church much, but I had an interest in what this thing inside of us was. And it, 
every time I ran into something metaphysical, you know, it just kind of interested me. And then when I was in college, I read where uh, Einstein developed the formula EMC squared is energy equals matter. And that right. is MC squared is the speed of light uh, squared, which is fast, right. <laughs> which, and uh, that equals matter. So it, 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 what it, we, are, we are composed energy and matter, the same thing. That's what that formula means. And so we developed out, we are, we developed out of matter, I mean, out of energy. And uh, so energy and us are the same. Our yes. soul. Oh, go ahead. Well, so you, soul, know, when the, you, you talk about the soul when, in what you saw in that movie and, and the soul is depicted as like, in what I've seen, almost like a puff of cloud that comes out of the body, right? When you see it in movies, it. it's depicted yes, as that. And That's so. It. Yes. And so like you're saying, it's, it's an interesting uh, phenomenon because then what, right? Where does it go? Where did it begin? You know, one of the things I was was looking up there, right? I never could find it in your book. One of the things that you say about that, I I may not get the quote exactly right, but you say, um, you know, life doesn't begin from something dead, right? It be that energy goes somewhere, right? Energy goes somewhere. Right. And so can you tell, what does that mean? (laughs) It it goes to another dimension. It it goes to another person. Incarnation, reincarnation. Uh, It goes up to to heaven, which I call heaven. When people talk about God, it used to kind of irritate me because (laughs) I never knew what they meant. Right. I mean, I was I was brought up that we have to ask God, we have to pray to God and beg him for everything. And I, one of my questions was, is why can't we help God? Why can't we be friends with God? Right. Maybe we're part of God. And this is where I concluded that if God is anything, he is the universe. Right. What if he, God is energy? God is the total kitten caboodle of energy. So, go ahead. You had a question? <laughs> well, I have lots of questions, but I, and I don't want to get too ahead. So I want to go back just a minute here because, so you've studied energy, you've studied various religions and spirit, spirituality, metaphysics. And, you know, if we get down to the basics, because this is something too, that I think gets confused a lot is, and your book is about spiritual energy. So let's start out with some definitions. What is spiritual energy? And what is religion and what's spirituality and are they different or are they the same? Right. Cause those are big. We could talk for an hour about that. <laughs> uh, spiritual energy. It's what I call it is it's the base energy of the universe. Mm-hmm. It is what it, it, it's God, God energy. It's what everything comes from. Now spiritual energy would like uh, stem cells. You know what a stem cell is in the human body. Yes. It's a cell that, that forms everything else. It's what your brain grows out of, you know, all that. Well, it would be stem cell energy, like it would be an energy force that everything is taken from. That would be mm-hmm. what spiritual energy actually is. Okay. And you get the spiritual energy. The spiritual energy forms the world 
everything, the stars, the world, the trees, you, everything. It's the base energy of the universe. From the base energy forms the world. From the world grows trees, humans, animals, everything. The door behind you, or is that me? That's you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Your room kind of looks like mine. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and so it stem, uh, I just call it stem energy instead of base energy or spiritual energy. You, all three of them are, are usable. So now religion started about four years ago, or the Jewish religion started about four years, 4,000 years ago. And I'm old and kind of discombobulated sometimes, <laughs> but just hang with me. We'll have fun. <laughs> and, uh, and, and uh, well, it started out, people didn't, didn't know about gods. They, they really, when we started out, when we didn't even speak, do you realize that when Homo right. sapiens first arrived, we didn't have tonsils. We grew tonsils mm-hmm. uh, 100,000, 200,000 years ago. Mm-hmm. And they developed, we developed speech. We always had thought. And we used to speak emotionally, which is the, the universal language. Right. Actually. Emotions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I'm going to prove that right now. Do you have a, put, a, a pet? I do have two. Do you? Yes. Do you have have a dog or a cat? I have a dog and a cat, yes. Mm -hmm. Good. Do you talk to your dog? All the time, all day long, (laughs) all day long. (laughs) Does your dog know what you're saying? No, but he turns his head and acts like he does. And he's real interested in what I have to tell him. (laughs) That's it. That's a good, that's a really great type of communication. Mm Mm-hmm. We, when we developed vocal cords, we started talking. Right. When we started talking, we started making things up. <laughs> and we developed religions about 4,000 years ago. I don't know what yeah. was his name. I was a Jewish guy. Uh, but he came up with the, well, they used to have many gods. And he came up with the idea there was one God. And, oh, Buddhism. And what's the other one? It's in India. It's my favorite. Hinduism is Hinduism. Yeah. Hinduism. Mm-hmm. They came up with lots of gods. And I think they have one, one top God now. And uh, Christian, Christianity started uh, 2000 years ago and it was big time on one God. And now most religions are one God, but some religions like Hinduism has thousands of gods God of sea, God of trees, God of mountains, God of, you know, whatever. But it developed here in the United States. We have one God. We have Christianity as the the main religion. Now, the difference between religion and spirituality or spirituality uh, is if you go to a religion, they've got a nice book that'll tell you how to act, what's good, What's bad? Where to go? Who to pray to? All that stuff. How if, to do it? Yeah. If you're into spirituality, they don't tell you anything. <laughs> it's a self-discovery path, right? It, it, it's a self-starting, self-finishing, self-understanding. You have to research everywhere, yeah. or you you don't have to. 
In right. fact, there's people that aren't even into God that if they're doing the right thing, they are, they're going to progress. Right. Because if you're doing right and if you're thinking right, you are developing your inner self, your mind, your soul in such a way that, uh, that, that you're, you're going to progress. You talk- what is right? What is right for somebody? How, how do you define that? <laughs> you have to decide that for yourself if you're into spirituality. Right. Now, what it is, when it, logically, what it is is when you bring out love, when you bring out happiness, when you bring out truthfulness, when you, I said joy, when right. the truth, right. like when, when you're sick, probably your cat more than your dog, and you're laying in bed going, uh, <laughs> the cat may come up and lay right next to you yes. in bed and comfort you. I read a story a few weeks ago about a horse, H-O-R-S-E, mm-hmm. that they take to hospitals and they walk him down the hall. Yeah. And when he smells somebody that's sick, he goes into the hospital room and he comforts that oh person. Oh my gosh. It's so, that is so amazing to me what animals do with their abilities there. And I know just from having my dog and being able to, like you were talking about those emotions that are, again, we're not speaking words. My dog doesn't understand me, but we have such an emotional connection because I love my dog. Right. And my dog loves me back. Right. And there's that, that feeling those, when, when you talk about spirituality and what, what is quote, right for someone, those emotions that feel good, that invoke those, those feelings within you that feel good. That's to me how I, you know, when I, since I've been studying this, what, how I can tell that I'm on the right path, right? Because I can be doing something that somebody else thinks is good or right, but feels terrible to me. Yeah. And I don't want to live that way, right? I don't want to live doing things because someone else is thinking that that's the way it should be. And that's, you know, kind of going back to what you said about religion, having this box of here's the way to do it, even if it doesn't feel right. You know, I grew up Catholic too. So I know the the guilt and all of the, you know, everything that's, that goes along with that, right. That I still carry to this day probably, but um I like the way you explain spirituality, the difference there, because it is a spirituality is a self-discovery path. Nobody tells you that when you get started, but that's what it is. And um, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's good. And I have felt like for me personally going through it, that it's when I got started, I was looking for that, those answers, like, tell me how to do it. What, what's step one, what step, you know, and that isn't, that isn't the way it goes. Usually at least it's, it's open for you to do what works for you. Right. And I think we're, we're sometimes not used to that. We're used to being told what to do where this is an exploration. At least that's how my experience was. It, it is, it is, it's a lifelong exploration yeah. and you're yeah. still learning things. Yeah. And, uh, oh, for sure. And what I think I knew sometimes then I'm like, wait a minute. I don't know if I know that anymore. It's it's continual. It it was kind of life changing when when uh, Einstein's theory that energy is everything, energy and matter are the same. That was that was a a wake up call for me. And then when I realized 
that we are actually souls. Now, I believe this strongly, that we are souls. That's, that's energy. Right. Walking around with physical bodies. Right. We, you get up and walk every morning. What controls your body that gets it up out of bed to walk? Your mind. Mind, yeah. Okay. Desire, will, you know, all of these things too. People ask where the mind is and they ask where the soul is. People will tell you the mind is in the brain. The mind isn't in the brain. There's something called thought orbs that enter your mind. And right. this has just been found out in the past 30 years, that in the past 25 years, I'd say, that thought, thought worms, they call them, enter your brain from somewhere. Right. Well, where else can they enter from? Your soul, the universe, yeah. your cousin. <laughs> right. You know, we've all had that, right? It, those, those, the, you know, those thoughts come in and, you know, like almost out of nowhere, but then, um, you know, then it's learning to trust those, right. That they're, you're being pushed in that direction for a reason, or you're being, that's being brought to your attention for a reason. Yes. Spiritual people very often get into listening to their intuition. Right. Why? I was brought up not to listen to my intuition. It was stupid. So was I was I. brought up that I was stupid. Oh. <laughs> I had to, had to learn from everybody else. Right. Uh, I had to obey everybody else. Yeah. Right. Uh, and uh, these, these, it was my studies. Really, I'm kind of a curious. We all have, we all have curiosity ingrained in us. Now, people will say I'm not curious at all. Very often, our curiosity is literally beat out of us. Yeah. I yeah. hate to say it. You go to school and you're taught to learn and you're taught how everything is and you have to be this way and you have to listen to that person and you have to act such and such. You have to become a robot. Pretty much. Yes, I agree. hundred percent. Curiosity is not rewarded. Often you're the outcast when you are curious. Yes, you're curious. I can tell that. <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> That's why I do the show. That's why we're talking today. I love having these kinds of conversations. And I think they're important, too, because we're talking about things like this that, you know, it helps remind everybody that, including myself, that we're, you know, we're unlearning a lot of things, too, in this process, right? We're unlearning these things that we grew up uh, holding as a base truth. But as we you know, evolve and go through life, we get to let go of those things. We don't have to believe those things anymore. No, ma'am. It's uh, half my life has been spent unlearning the things <laughs> that I was taught as a child. Right. You know, I want to go back to what you talked about at the beginning about energy as matter. And you talk about that in your book. And, and I wanted to say about your book, I loved reading it. I read it very quickly because I just couldn't put it down. Really? And, yeah, I did. And and what I felt like when I was reading it was like, I felt like I was talking to a friend, like you were guiding me as a friend. It was a very, um, I felt like a very gentle approach to spirituality and very much like, you know, here's some options. You can choose this or not, but here's some different things to think about. And I loved that about the book that it was so, um, like I said, I felt like I was reading it with a friend. That's how it felt to me. 
I've had a lot of people say nice things about it like that. I appreciate it. I appreciate yeah. it from you. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, you talk about in the book about, um, you know, everything starts from something, right? The energy, energy is matter. And we, we, we have, we're made of the same, everything of the universe, right? We're all made of the same energy and we, you know, as we have lived our lives, it's, it's very easy to feel separate from that energy or feel like I don't have the same energy or the same power as, um, you know, whatever, or even maybe we don't even believe that we are part of that universal energy. So we feel that separation or that, um, you know, that disconnection, but it's, I think it's important to point out that isn't true, right? Those are, those are old lies that we were, you know, maybe somewhere along the way we collected that, those, those beliefs, but energy is matter. And this is important because that means we're all made of the same thing. We all have the same power, right? We all have, if we choose to use it, like you talk about in the book, it's up to you, right? You don't have to, but you can, you do have the option. And I think that's really important to remember. (laughs) Yeah, we, we can, uh, we're, we're constantly forming who we're going to become. Right. Because we're living for an eternity. Now, now this is something that I don't think many people understand. If I get off the subject, you tell me. <laughs> but we're, we're, we, we live for 60, 80, 90, 100 years, maybe, if we're lucky. Some of us live for 30 minutes, and then we're gone. Mm-hmm. And we, we tend to think that every, we, we tend to think that in lifetimes, that a lifetime is a long time. In eternity, a lifetime is a blink of an eye. Yeah, it's hard to wrap your head around too, you know, because we're so used to human time. Your spiritual training, yeah, spiritual and if you could spend time, now this is way out, but I actually believe it. You could spend time as a guinea pig. That came off top of my head. Or a tree. How, or a whole, you, or in a, in a, we're in a, you, we're you, walking on the world right now. More on but happy path, could be a I guess, part of a tree room. Somebody like your brother. Again, we don't know him, so I, I don't want now, for a tree, to you know, try to compare. But I, I guess, years, you know, that's having that time. more positive or happier and nature. It has so, who was the child? When we, when you look at plants and trees, underneath what I wanted to, their roots sometimes grow together. And I was, I just and, wanted and to be happy. I didn't know what I wanted to be. Eight-year-old kid, seven-year-old kid, what do you want to be? Spanish. I want to be happy. Not even German. <laughs> I said, Fair enough. Right. But those roots <laughs> know what you they can't want to be happy. You they, have to do have something to be happy. Well, that makes kind of sense. And I said, well, I don't know what I want to do, which would make sense for a seven, eight, ten-year-old kid, even a fifteen-year-old kid, even a twenty-year-old kid, and. I um, I think I drifted into about when you. I was a child. Very, I they uh, asked me what I wanted to be when I grew up, and I was I just want to be happy. I didn't know what I wanted to be. Who yeah. eight year old kid, seven year old kid? What do you want to be? I want to be happy. <laughs> I said, Fair enough. <laughs> I said. You can't want to be happy. You have to do something to be happy. Well, that makes kind of sense. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, I don't know what I want to do, 
which would make sense for a seven, eight, 10 year old kid, even a 15 year old kid, even a 20 year old kid. And I, um, I think I drifted into library science because it was a nice profession. I made a little, I could support my wife and my family on it. Mm -hmm. And I was kind of out of sight because I had a, my stepfather was a doctor. He, I don't tell a lot of people this. He was, he was the man. He, he, with that hospital, he would order those nurses around. Oh, yeah. And he would order us kids around and he would hit me on the head. I've never hit anybody on the head oh. uh, when, when I was evil. He thought it was good for kids. Yeah. He was, a, he was a terrific man. I think he was probably the best influence I had when I was a kid mm-hmm. because he, he was proud of himself because yeah. he, he was proud of the way he talked to patients and told them what was wrong with them. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe that's where I, I got my, my need or. Well, you saw that, that, you know, there's a big difference between being around somebody who is unsure of themselves and very, um, you know, maybe even acts out in certain ways because they're dealing with their own internal struggles. But when you see positive influences or you see people who are, they stand in who they are, you know, they know who they are. They're not trying to make excuses for it. They're, you know, this is who I am. This is what I believe. And end of story, you know, and I think, you know, now we, we, we don't have a lot of that. I mean, maybe, you know, not so much as I think everybody, I I find this with myself, so I'm not going to speak for everybody, but it's really easy to, to second guess your beliefs or your, um, how you feel about something because of, you know, what we see happens to other people, you know, people get fired, people get, you know, kicked off social media, people get, you know, all these things happen to people, right. For, for standing up and being who they are, but really that's, that's the core of, of, of you, of like, when we talk about spirituality and and being able to understand energy, you get yourself right energetically first. Right. And then from there, you know, we're not acting out all these pieces trying to find our energy here and there the energy is within and we get that right and get ourselves you know in line and then it from there everything works it's that's at least been my experience yeah it uh <laughs> you uh you make mistakes you're you correct them yeah and you go on like that it doesn't bother me so much when in fact when i was selling real estate I used to call myself a garbage collector because after everybody messed up, I went in and settled things down, relaxed everybody and talked about it and, and got things moving. The sale would be made or whatever needed to be done. And now uh, when I make a mistake, I just say, it's another day. Let's go back. In right. fact, this, this morning I've been correcting everything I did wrong yesterday. <laughs> Well, you know, this, my friend, uh, one of my friends just got a dog and she was dealing with trying to potty train the dog and she commented something about, well, it's a learning process for the dog, but it's also a learning process for me. You know, I'm learning as I go. And I, I thought that was such a great way to, you know, I don't know, like frame the situation because I would have blamed myself in that, which I did, you know, when I got my dog, I would have blamed myself and like, you know, been mad at myself, but she looked at it as, 
oh, well, it was a learning process for me and the dog. We're getting used to it, you know, move on. And I think, you know, self-forgiveness is also, as you explore spirituality, as you explore um, even what spiritual energy maybe means individually, being willing to try something and be okay if it doesn't work or follow a path. And if it doesn't work, that's fine. You know, you can, you're free to explore anything else. I think I would be interviewing you. <laughs> no, no. I just talk a lot because I've, I've done this show for a long time. <laughs> so, you got it no. I wanted to get back to though, is again, talking about harnessing your spiritual energy and, you know, to wrap up the show, this will be my last question um, oh. to wrap up for today. I wanted to ask you, so, you know, one of the things that I've struggled with since 2020 is, is I kind of touched on earlier about our beliefs and our, um, you know, especially having belief in the universe, belief that everything is working out for me, belief that, um, you know, that I'm always in the right place at the right time. And, and even going back to what you talk about in the book about being the creator of our own destiny, right? And after what we experienced in 2020, I, you know, I wonder how can I, how would I, have, why would I have created that? Why would I have created what we experienced in 2020? And then also my bigger question is, how do I get back to trusting the universe again? Because I felt like I lost I lost that trust along the way over the past year because of what we experienced. So I'd be interested to hear your thoughts on that. We don't necessarily physically or mentally or spiritually create it. It just, in, in, in eternity, we are going to experience everything. We, um, bad things are going to happen. Look in the universe. This will be good for you. Look out. And you see uh, planets running into each other, stars running into each other, comets crashing down on Earth, uh, good things, bad things happening. There's just a lot, lot of things going on. During eternity, there's going to be a lot of things going on in our lives. We're going to have lives that aren't exactly happy. We're going to have things that happen in this life that aren't exactly happy. Uh, it's, it's, it's just uh, good and bad things happen to us. We don't have to ask for them. It's just the nature of the universe. And, and life would actually be boring. And I think eternity would be boring if everything was just totally happy. <laughs> I don't know. After last year, I would take the happy over, <laughs> over what we dealt with. But I think, you know, on the good side of that, it did open up a lot of things to help at least, you know, if you choose to look at it at this way, because, you know, everybody has a choice in how they're going to um, look at things. But if, you know, I've, I've come to terms finally with things that, you know, I do feel like that, um, there was a lot of positive for me. I've eliminated a lot of things in my life that I was doing unnecessarily or that I wasn't even happy doing. I've, um, you know, in many ways become healthier, become, um, more in touch with myself. I think, um, spiritually I've grown, but I do still struggle sometimes that, um, and I don't like to really put it this way about not trusting the universe, but I, you know, I, it, it really shook my core beliefs, I guess. And so I've had to really get back to that place of having the, um, making the decision that I do still believe that the universe is my friend. I do still believe that everything is still working out for me, you know? So that's been a process for me. It, uh, oh yeah, it always is. We're always losing a little bit and gaining a little bit. It's kind of two steps forward and one step back. 
Yeah. Sometimes it's one step forward and three steps back. Right. I've experienced that. Right, I know. <laughs> but it's, know. It's, uh, it's, it's just a process and it's ever evolving. Um, Walter, I want to thank you for joining us this week on the Create What You Speak podcast. Uh, can you tell the listeners how they can find out more about you? Yes, ma'am. On Facebook, you, do, you look up my, it's a group about spiritual energy. Okay, I'll link to it in the show notes also. So they'll be able to click the link and get there. Yeah. And then I have been playing with it for a while. And next week, I'm going to get started on making it big time. But about spiritual energy on uh, the internet. Okay. Well, thanks for joining me this week on the Create What You Speak podcast. Make sure to visit SloanFremont.com where you can subscribe to the show and your favorite podcast player so you'll never miss an episode. And while you're at it, if you value the show, I'd appreciate a positive rating in Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast player. Also remember to check out Create What You Speak Academy at createwhatyouspeak.com. Thanks for listening this week and be sure to tune in next week where I will continue to give you real life solutions to help you live free in an unfree world. Hey, thank you, Slow.